If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Teachers and moms may not be known for swearing, but when we're off duty, we let out all the words we can't normally say. So if you're around small children or others who may not like our language, you might want to listen in another place. Welcome to the Reading Circle Temple. I'm Molly. I'm Indy. I'm Brittany. And today we are reading chapter 10 of Sandry's book. So grab your coffee cu- or your cup of coffee. Or tea. Or drink of choice. Or let's engage, engage in stick-to-cuff. In this chapter, the kids go to the market at Summer Seat with Rosethorn and Lark, and they get into a fight. Yep. That is pretty much the big thing about this chapter. Uh, they tear up the town, and then they find out <laughs> that they uh, are all mages. Magical. Yeah, that's the gist of it. It's also the one where Briar finds out that Sandry's status. Like, exactly yeah. where she is on the food chain. That's true, that's true. The yeah. other thing is, they get a dog. I got a dog. Awful boys using the dog. That's why they got in a fight. Our guest on this episode is Brittany's daughter. <laughs> Part one of our reading process is reading like a novice. What did we like or dislike about the chapter? And I'm going first, guys. Go ahead. (laughs) The thing that really stands out to me in this chapter is they get into this fight over this injured dog. Kids are hurting this dog, and that's how the fight begins. And then at the end, when they're trying to figure out who caused all the trouble and who should pay for it and be punished and so forth, Sandry makes this comment 
about they were hurting the dog. And what really stands out to me about this is this is a common theme in Pierce's books because you also see it frequently in her Tortal novels that you don't hurt animals. That's not nice. And frequently her fictional worlds have very harsh punishments against animal abuse. So that's something I've noticed a lot, especially even in the rest of Justice Quartet alone. There's a lot of animals that kind of come in and out. Adopting animals seems to be their thing. Well, for me, I genuinely love the whole fight scene in general, just because Sandra bites the guy. <laughs> she's just like, just bites the piss out of him. She's supposed to be a noble and she's like... <laughs> the exact quote that just makes me giggle every single time is, a noble asked someone, clearly surprised. You never said she was a lady, Grey Tunic's mother accused. She bit me, Ma, and she's dressed like normal folk. <laughs> I love that Triss is like, ooh, I don't want to get into a fight. I'll get hurt and I'll get dirty. And Sandry is just like, I'm going to scoop Let's go. and throw it in your face. Brittany. Well, there's two things that I really liked in this chapter. At the beginning of the chapter, Lark calls Rose Thorn Rosie, which I thought was adorable. Oh my god, it's like, so cute. And obviously she calls her that a lot because Rose Thorn didn't even say anything about it. She just like went with it. It's her little pet name for her and it's super cute. And I imagine if anyone else called Rose Thorn Rosie, she oh, would Oh no. She would put a thorn through them. Exactly. <laughs> it would be so, over. Like, uh, I'm not Rosie to you. You better, my name is Rose Thorn. So I thought that <laughs> Bitch, was... get the thorn part in that or I yeah, will put it in I you. Yeah, I know Rosie. <laughs> that was super cute and then at the end of the chapter rose thorn is cleaning up the dog when the dog snapped at her touch on a particularly ugly wound she gripped him gently by the muzzle and tells him enough i don't like dogs any more than i like children so obviously that means that she's going to end up loving this dog because she says that she doesn't like the children but she Absolutely loves the children, especially Briar. So she's going to end up adoring this dog so much. I was just about to say when you read that line. So if she says she likes dogs the same amount that she likes children, it means she really likes dogs. Yes. I think it's also important to point out here that this is the part where their friendship finally solidifies. I mean, obviously, we're still going to have a little bit more, but this is... This is that moment. This is a little part for the other three. Sandry, she said, she's like, they're my, they were already her friends, whether they knew it or not. They were already her friend, but it's yeah, solidified it for the other three. Yeah. We've seen them growing in their relationship with one another over the last few chapters, but mm-hmm. I feel like this chapter is really the point of no return for them. It's yeah. okay, we really are friends now. I also love the passage that. Indy Red in the last episode. <laughs> They're Briar's gang. I love that Briar thinks of them as a gang. I think back in like chapter three, when we talked about alignment and we talked about Sandry being lawful chaotic, I feel like this is a good this is a good example of that because during the fight, she is more of this chaotic character and she is good. She's defending this dog 
but she's also fighting and diving into this fray and not really caring, caring about trying to deal with it, trying to handle it the proper way. But at the end of the chapter, when the Duke comes to find out what the hell is going on, she shows her lawful side and she stands up straight and very politely in her perfect noble voice says, excuse me, I would like to speak and blah, 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 and tells her side of the story as if she's in a courtroom. She knows how to be proper. She just doesn't always give a cat dirt. This is also where they really get the talk that they're mages. So, like, there's this whole part where Briar walks up to Rose Thorn and is like, well, I'm not, I'm not a mage. Nico's got it wrong. I'm not a mage. And Rose Thorn's like, boy, you are. Chill out. <laughs> but there's a scene where she says, I bet strange things happen to you in Richmond's gardens. And he's got that pock mark on his hand from the, the briar that dug in. It's something that happened that he didn't think much of at the time, but and it goes back to, I love that relationship <laughs> so much. <laughs> I love that scene. And I love that Rose Thorne tells him they must have really loved you to yeah. left a wound this deep. Also, mm-hmm. one of the things that always blows my mind every time I reread this book is this book is 13 chapters long. We're in chapter 10. So we only mm-hmm. have three chapters to go. We're like two thirds of the way through this book. Now <laughs> the characters have found out that they have magic. I don't think I've ever read another fantasy book like that, where you get so deep into the story before the protagonists find out about their own magic powers. And when I read it, I don't really notice. It doesn't feel tedious. I don't feel like, oh my gosh, when are we going to find this out? Because there's plenty of hints to it. But that direct final drop, oh yeah, by the way, you're all pages until the book is almost over. And that just stuns me. I think it's good writing. And I love the fact that it's so much different than other fantasy books out there. It is really a nice change. I think it has a lot to do with this story is quieter than a lot of other fantasy stories. It's not epic, good versus evil. You're the prophesied one who's going to save the world. And don't get me wrong, I love those. But it's also very nice to turn around and read something that's like, ah, yes, this is a world where magic happens. And these are Um, relatively ordinary people in all of it. (laughs) I mean, as we'll find out that they they aren't exactly ordinary, but a lot of the things that happen to them are just sort of everyday happenings. You bring up a point that makes me want to quote this. So our power isn't that big or important, grumbled Triss. Nico sighed. It's greater than you think. There is weather or threadcraft, he pointed to Sandry. Or metalwork or growing plants, he pointed to Dodge and Briar in turn. Everywhere in the world, people cannot live without any of these things. They may not like it, but they can live without the products of traditional majory, such as love potions and seeing the future. 
So it's not that they have little magic. They have big magic, but it's not flashy magic. Yeah, it's so ordinary and everyday that we don't think of it as magic anymore. Yeah. And I feel like the way the book is plotted reflects that. Yes. Tamara Pierce has a short story published somewhere that I believe is called Ordinary Magic or Simple Magic or something like that. And there's a part in it that sort of reflects Sandry, where one of the characters is messing with a piece of fabric and does something magical Mm -hmm. with the fabric like she smooths out a piece of fabric and then when the person unfolds it it's much longer than it was before it reflects that same sort of idea of magic being this happening through simple everyday workings and to some degree I think through like kindnesses through our relationships with one another which again, I think is reflected in this book as a whole because we have Briar's relationship with the tree and that is how he is growing his magic. And Dandry, we're starting to see how she's growing a relationship with with fabric and she's going to develop a relationship with her thread and with her with her drop spindle that she buys in this chapter. And... Daja and Triss soon will see develop relationships with lightning and with metal. Again, Indy says everybody has a little bit of magic. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.
Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Part two is a dedicate. And this is where we pull out a theme or a message from the story. And I think I kind of already stated mine, so... It's all about the importance of friendship, y'all. Build positive relationships and they build magic. (laughs) The theme that I pulled out was truth. There's a lot of truth being told in this chapter. All the children realize, finally, duh, they're all magical. And so they're all recalling different things about it. Daja tells them about how she caught the hot iron and scared the shit out of Carol or whatever the hell his name is. That guy. Um, she doesn't care enough to learn his name. She's that she just doesn't like him that much. <laughs> and then Tris in this chapter makes the water tornado that tears up the town. And then Sandra recalls her putting the light in the thread in the very first chapter. I really like the interaction between Rose Thorn and Briar. She tells Briar, it's no accident that Nico is it. Your sentencing. He had a, a premonition of a boy with the green mage in him because he's still trying to deny it. Like, I'm not magical. And she's she tells him, yeah, you are. There's a reason Nico is there. And then so at the very end of the chapter two, the children all call out Nico and like, hey, we want to talk to you about all this. He's like, can this wait? And they're like, no, we got to talk to you now. And so I just. We also, oh, I was going to say, we also see truth in the fallout after the fight. There's this trying to figure out what exactly happened and who should pay for it. The boys are, of course, saying, oh, we got attacked and all of this Mm -hmm. stuff. But we see truth both in Triss admitting what she did and that it was an accident and like how it Mm -hmm. happened and all of this, as well as truth or maybe lack thereof with Sandry calling the boys out on hurting the dog. Hey, you you aren't, you don't have clean hands either. Brittany, if you don't read the part, I'm going to read the part. Uh, Well, I'm reading. Let me read. Nico sighed. All four of you have endured a very difficult year in one way or another. My reasoning was the same as it was for Triss. I preferred that you grew into knowing your power instead of having it thrust on you to keep from damaging your spirits any more than they've been. Were you all that surprised to hear it today? And they're like, yeah, we were surprised to hear it. I want to back up just a smidge in Brittany's reading. Nico and Rose Thorne's exchanges just make me happy. I believe I'll take your horse to the stables, Volatil Rose Thorne, since you're staying here with the kids. Coward. (laughs) (laughs) I love that part, too. I love the idea that Rose Thorne, of all people, is the one who's like, yeah, I'm going to get out of here. I'm done. <laughs> you don't fight. hear this, right? I they wanted the children. They I'm wanted to have <laughs> I had a writing teacher, creative writing teacher in college, who said 
something along the lines of it's important for your readers to be one step ahead of your characters. You, <laughs> you don't want them to be too far ahead of your characters because then it's tedious to read and they're going, oh my God, figure it out already. You generally want them to figure things out just a little bit before the characters do. And I think that this book is a good example of that because mm-hmm. we see the magic, we know it's magic, but they don't, They it isn't clear to them that it's magic until this point. Okay, so I'm going to go now. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about the, the power of friendship. I do believe that's a, a huge thing, not only in this chapter, but definitely in the latter half of the book is you see exponentially how fast their friendship goes from, I don't want to be friends with you to they're inseparable. Yeah. They they are inseparable by the end of the book in more ways than one. (laughs) They they become a single unit. They do. Yeah, they do. And here, when they get into the fight, they don't question whether the other person has their back or not. They don't hesitate. There's that momentary hesitation to get into the fight. But once they're in it, they are, you have to trust those to have your back. (laughs) Your friends are the ones that you trust with everything. Mm -hmm. For me, it also goes back to the the power of friendship because... I also like that even though they're trying to pretend like they're not friends or whatever, they jump in and help each other without questioning. Maybe this person deserves it. They don't even question. They're like, no, I'll go ahead and help them. I'm not going to try to find out the truth first before I jump in. (laughs) On that note, I also do think it's, well, it's Sandry who started the fight. That's true. And so, like, Sandry does not take insult well. And, like, I feel like that's what this is to her, is an insult. She's, you are hurting this animal. That is not cool. I'm going to fix that. When you look into how she reacts with the the guy trying to come in to uh, discipline, like, she just, like, smacks his hand. No, you shall not pass. Get out. It's not so much that they don't question it because they're she's their friend or not friends, as they keep trying to say. I think it's more they realize that Sandry has a really high set of morals and knows that when she's passionate about something or she feels something is wrong, she's probably right to feel yeah. that way. So I don't think it's just the oh, we have her back. It's the, oh, well, she's probably got a point. (laughs) It occurs to me, Sandry is nobility. She is a noble because she's the Duke's niece. But noble has more than one meaning. And she is also noble in the sense of having strong morals and standing up against um, bad things, standing up against injustice. Yes. So it's it's very fitting that she is the noble in the group. Especially for how quick she is to go after somebody for injustice. So this is Sandry's book. So it's kind of focusing on Sandry. And one of Sandry's problems that she's dealt with in her life, as we have seen in previous 
interactions between her and Daja is that she's had trouble making friends. I think that's part of the reason that friendship is a major piece of this book, or perhaps more accurately, that's why this book is Sandry's book, because to some degree, this story is very much about her dealing with making friends. Part three is reading like a mage. What have you found in this chapter that helps you bring magic into your own life? Well, Indy already read my part that I was going to read. Which one? It was, so our power isn't that big or important. Ha ha ha! I win! I win one! (laughs) You do! (laughs) Uh, So that was mine. Everyone obviously is special in their own way. And uh, each person contributes something to society, whether we think things we do are important or not. Sometimes the smallest things can be the most important, like sewing or feeding people with growing things. (laughs) Feeding people with growing things. That is essential right now. It's very magical. That's essentially mine as well. The idea that all of us have power inside of us. We may not be aware of it but it is there. I've said it multiple times. I will say it again. There is magic in everyone. Everyone has their own little magic. Be it they must make the best cup of hot cocoa or they always know when to text you to make you smile or they give you the best presents. It doesn't matter. Everybody has that magic, something that makes them special and unique and stand out from everyone around them. We can put that on a shirt if we get big enough. Yes, everyone has their own magic. There was actually something I ran across today. The the idea of the average person is actually very flawed. When they did the statistics to find a so-called average person, they realized about five years later, that there is the flaw of average statistic. And so, like, there is no such thing as an average person, which means everybody is special. As cliche as that sounds, everybody is special. Like, everybody has that something about them that's different. Bringing up another weird statistic, they say you have seven doppelgangers in the world. So, like, seven people who look just like you. I know one of mine. He is a Olympic ice skater. And it's to the point where my mother, when she saw him in a skating routine, like, my biological mother called my father and said, um, I have a question for you. (laughs) (laughs) You might look like somebody else. You might be compared to someone else. But I can't skate to save my life. But I can grow (laughs) things. I can cook. I can write. (laughs) You may look like somebody or you may fit into someone's predetermined kind of view of you. But there is something about you that will never let you fit fully into that mold. So don't try and put yourself in that mold. Do not conform yourself to people's ideas. Okay, I'm going to stop. A, uh, fly. One of my brother's doppelgangers is actually, I don't remember which team, but 
a player on a major league baseball team. Uh-huh. And my dad emailed the whole family this photograph and was like, did y'all know that Walker plays for this team? And it looks exactly like him. My brother played Little League many, many years ago, but he'd much rather be at home with his computer. Excerpt chapter 11. We're already done. Holy cow. Rose Thorne talking to Briar. She turned him to face her and gripped his shoulders. I don't know what's become of you, she informed him, brown eyes fixed on his. You may grow to be a true earth mage. You'll join maybe you'll join a temple. You might be the most sought after gardener north of the Pebble Sea. That's up to you. One thing is certain, hunger is a thing of the past. You may skip a meal or two, but you will never starve. Take my word for that and don't make me come after you again. Suddenly, he wrapped his arms around her, squeezed and let go, then set off towards discipline. Rose Thorne, her cheeks red, followed him. Oh, this is cute. I love that. Circle Temple is created by us, Indy, Molly, and Brittany. You can find us at readingcircletemple.com or send us an email at templeofreadingcircle at gmail.com. Thanks to Yellow is for Happy for our artwork. You can find them on Tumblr at Yellow is for Happy Draws or on Instagram at Shannon and Draws. Also, thank you to Brittany's brother, Thomas Dick, for our theme music. Find more of Thomas Dick's music on SoundCloud. Thanks to Tamara Pierce for writing The Circle of Magic. And thanks to you for listening. Let's Let's all have have coffee coffee next week. Say what? We have magic powers? What? I didn't know. You're a Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.